Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape episode. I'm Jonathan London, your host, and each week I like to sit down with a storyteller, whether they be in the worlds of video games, movies, comics, TV, sometimes they're musicians, and talk about why they tell stories, the stories that they tell, in all of that. If you're a first-time Geekscape listener, that's what you're in for. Uh, we've had some amazing episodes recently. Uh, go back on the feed and check them out. The most recent one is with MC Lars and Megaran, the nerdcore rappers. If you don't know what nerdcore is, just imagine somebody rapping about pop culture and nerdy stuff over samples taken from like your favorite video games and things like that. So uh, I went down to Long Beach for the last episode, sat down with MC Lars and Mega Ran, and then I hung out during their show and Mega Ran did this amazing rap to I think the River City Ransom <laughs> like song from like the old NES days. So it rolls pretty deep. They have a new album coming out in the next couple of weeks called Dewey Decibel System, which is all about books that influence them, like Watchmen and stuff like that. And uh, and look for that one and listen to that episode. I definitely want to thank uh, our own Matt Kelly, uh, who runs the um, our horror podcast, Horror Movie Night. He helped me get onto this new hosting company called Pinecast. Shout out to Matt at Pinecast. Um, Pinecast has been amazing. We've been on there short of a week and we're on Spotify and Google Alexa and a lot of different places. And again, I want to repeat what I said last episode. If you have any hiccups with any of those services, let me know, Jonathan and Geekscape.net. Matt and I will take a look at it and uh, keep the podcast running, but we're new to this platform. So, so far, so great. Um, also shout out to Derek, our video game, uh, host over at Geekscape Games, um, because they made a very spider-centric episode this week. So if you're not listening to Geekscape Games and you're playing the PS4 Spider-Man game, they start out with like 20 minutes of Spider-Man talk. And I only mention that because my host right now, or my guest right now, is Spider-Man himself. I'm Mr. Gonna, Yuri Lowenthal. I'm, I'm going to be the host now. You can be the host. <laughs> your, voice, <laughs> your voice is better. You've got a better personality. That's, that's, and you know what? You're cool at parties. 
You, you have all those same characteristics. <laughs> I don't Dewey, know, man. I, I, I sometimes think I sound like a Muppet. I, 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 sh- shout out to Dewey Decibel System. That is a that is a great, yeah. great title. They have an album that is all I'm gonna about have to, books. I'm gonna check it out. And they're they're great guys. So, Geekscapists. We have a, we have all sorts of different guests. I love it. And the last year has been really awesome. I think my highlight this year not that we're not going to about to have the highlight here with Yuri oh, you. is um is Dean Devlin just being very candid with me and telling me that like he just shouldn't have told like talked Roland Emmerich into making Godzilla wow he's like i he's you know it's rare that like somebody who has such a successful hollywood career will admit any mistakes or flaws yeah. because hollywood is such a image driven yeah industry and uh and Dean, I, you know, and I, I don't know how I asked him. The episode is up there, Geekscape. It's, it's from April or May, so go back in the feed and take a look. But um, Dean was very candid and just said, well, if we're talking about mistakes, I regret making, like, Roland do Godzilla because I was a huge Godzilla fan. He had no connection to the character. Right. And we tried to write a script that interested him and it turned out not to just but, be yeah, a Godzilla movie. It wasn't going to work, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't going to work, so... That's pretty crazy. Right. Um, are you doing anything at LA Comic Con? I'm not. I'm thinking about that, it. That's coming up soon, right? Yeah, and I only thought of it because I'm doing a kaiju giant robot panel. Oh. But I don't know. Is the are you getting uh, Mike Doherty? I don't know. <laughs> Mike Doherty would be great because obviously he's doing King of the Monsters. Uh-huh. I reached out to Travis Beecham, who's oh, been on wow. the show, yeah. and he wrote Pacific Rim. Yeah, and no, you, can, uh, you can you can but see from uh, yeah. Yuri. Now that I'm looking at these kaiju that you have in your office, we're sitting mm. in your office, and you've got a ton of kaiju toys, and you mm-hmm. have Gypsy Danger up there from mm-hmm. Pacific Rim, and my favorite, Gamera. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do I, and you've got, you've got uh, a, big, uh, a big guy, big, big guy yeah, from, in uh, Rusty the in Robot. Rusty the Robot, yeah. Um, I have that Lobster Johnson toy, too. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I knew there was a reason and, <laughs> and I'm like, And I'm like, do I, I mean, dude, if you want to come on our panel and talk about that stuff, you can. It's on Saturday. Is but it, it's up to you if you want to get a badge and it, what, come When down. is it? It's next weekend, like it's the 27th. It's next Saturday. It's up to you. Let me look that. We're talking about as friends, Geeks Cabus, because we've known each other over a decade. But, why did you? Why did you have me on here? But I had you on the show because this Spider-Man game is arguably game of the year. I would like to believe that. I uh, bought it, a PS4 but, for it. Wow. Well, why not? Yeah. No, I. You know, I've I've heard a lot of people say that recently, which I'm sure makes Sony very happy because I worked on Insomniac's one of their uh, more recent games. Mm-hmm. Move this mic just. Yeah. Like yeah. Move, okay. Put, keep put going. Where, keep put going. it where you need it. Um, oh, I just want to clear chest too. lower. <laughs> I only have three. For those those okay. of you who will uh, have played uh, Spider-Man, uh, know that uh, Peter Parker only has three chest hairs. Um, but uh, yeah, well, I, we worked on Sunset Overdrive together, mm-hmm. which I thought was a brilliant game. And the people who have played it loved it. I mean, they've got right. this a hardcore fan base. But it was you know an Xbox One exclusive. They were really counting on that you would buy an Xbox One to play this game. And it did not happen. That's and crazy. It, and it got buried. And so when this came along, I'm like, well, you know, I was feeling really good about the game. I was feeling really positive about the game. I'm like, this is going to be a great game. Because I had been working on it for three years. And I would start to see things come back. I'm like, I kept waiting for something to not be as good as I thought it could be. Uh-huh. And it would always surpass my expectations. I'm like, I think this is going to be really good. But you never know. Because I thought that last game was going to be really good. But, you know, it came out and people loved it. And people are literally buying PS4s to play it. And I... I think it's worth that. Yeah. I, really I'm, I mean, I've put 
No spoilers on this podcast, Geekscapists. Nope. If you uh, have not gotten through the entire story on Spider-Man, don't worry about it. We're not going to spoil it for nope. you here. Um, but I am somewhere in the 80th, like a 80 percentile 80%, yeah. on finishing the game because I'm doing the missions alongside the story and I'm, I'm just really OCD about that stuff. <laughs> and I want to see all the suits and the powers. I want to do yeah, all you want to visit all the, all the places in the city, see all the Marvel landmarks. I already and did. The, yeah. You know how it is. I'm just like, I'm just going to chill here. Did you go down to Wall Street? Went down to Wall Street. Yeah. Was there a secret down there? There's a yeah. There was a fun little because they couldn't get they, they didn't they didn't know you know that bull statue yeah. down on Wall yeah. Street. Um, they didn't know you had to get the rights to that to represent it in a game. And so when the lawyers came across that, um, they were you know they were like, it was going to cost this much, and they're like uh, we're not going to pay that. We'll find something else. And they put a Marvel character in place of the bull. I'm going. You're gonna have I'm to. I'm going. You're yeah. gonna have to go. That's funny because yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna it's, it's, it, it was a nice. It was a nice touch. I guess the landmarks that I've been doing are the, all those landmark tokens. So I'm like, okay, let's sure. Let's get sure. the landmark yeah. tokens. But the, yeah. now that I know that that's there, it's just it's just an Easter egg. It's, it's not. It's not so much a landmark. That's awesome though. Yeah. And I love that there are other Marvel characters in it. Yeah. Definitely referenced, but Geekscape mm-hmm. is somewhere when you get to like 50, 60 percent, you have a, a like a new villain appear, and I'm like. Holy shit! That that's a Captain America villain, right? And, right. And I remember texting my buddy at Insomniac, who did the sound design, was one of the sound engineers, uh, and just being like, "He's in this game? What?" So I am super happy that I stayed away from spoilers. One of the major spoilers is that you are in this game. We the announcement <laughs> happened at Comic Con. The announcement uh, happened around Comic Con this yeah, summer, yeah. and I saw you at last at Comic Con this summer. Um, you've been working on this game for three years. Like Peter Parker himself hiding his alter ego, yeah. you had to keep the shit it was secret. Hard. How it was hard. It was it was it was hard. I you know waking up you know and, and going to work and my work being Spider Man was was something I wanted to tell everybody about. Of course, yeah. But for some reason they they kept holding on to it and they kept saying, "Hey, we want you to, uh, to talk about it at New York Comic Con." Mm-hmm. And then and then they would be like, "Ah, oh, we changed our mind. Uh, we want you to talk about it at." Um, uh, E3, like not this past year, the year before. Yeah, like, yeah. like, oh, we changed our mind. Sit down. I'm like, I don't know what you guys are gaining by keeping it secret for so long, but, but you know, I want to keep this job, and I'm not going to tell you how to, how well, to do yours. What do you think they did gain? Because um, I thought, I actually think they did it right. Yeah. Because again, this is a movie that uh, this is a movie. I, I treat it like a movie. Feels but, like a movie, oh right? my god, it, tre- it feels like the best Spider-Man movie. And I and I think that there's so many aspects to this, including like. Just the script is great, and you had guys like Chris Gage who writes yep. on the comic, and he mm-hmm. has he has that new Spider Verse comic. I've I've got it in yep. it. Like I'm canon now. Our, our Spider Man totally is canon. Canon, and if you're if you have in this this game makes you want to read the comic, which is such a Crazy. great piece of transmedia. Right, and not only are you canon um, in the Spider Verse comic that they're they're currently doing, but you can see screenshots from the animated Spider Verse movie coming I out in December. That was bonkers. I like I have to I'd love to find out when they decided to put that in. And if that has and if that character has any speaking roles, right. this is BS not having right. Uri Lowenthal play him. Um yeah that movie looks great. Actually. It looks I, hilarious. It looks yeah. Um, I think Sony I Animated has it going on. I think so. So Geekscape is we also did a Venom special last week, so not the most positive conversation about Venom, but I, you know I what? Heard, I heard it was dumb, but fun. There's a, I had such a blast watching I'll watch, that movie. I'll watch anything with Tom Hardy and Riz Ahmed in it, so. I had such a blast watching that movie. 
don't know if a lot of that enjoyment was intended, but <laughs> right, right. go with your friend. Go with your like your your go with your loudest, funniest friends. I should, I should go while it's still in it theaters. Up. Then, yeah, it's definitely a movie to see yeah. in theaters. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah, I mean, there's a Venom movie, right? Uh, <laughs> I only met, not at yeah. all connected to the Spider-Man universe. <laughs> well, there's those rumors that like, well, Sony keeps. I don't know. I don't know what the deal we, we, is. We didn't go on like, talking about the Venom. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I haven't even seen it. I shouldn't even be talking about it. I mean, this game is, if you, this is what I, this is how I justified it. If I, I well, going into Venom, I was like, okay, dude, if you don't enjoy this movie, the best Spider-Man story in years is sitting back home and you can just go and play it. And be Spider-Man. And you can be Spider-Man and you can do that. And this game is that. I think in, in conversation with like, Geekscape and my friends, it's got the better, best iteration of many of the Spider-Man characters in the storylines, too. Yeah. The I Doc would, Ock in this game... Oh, my God, is the best. Bill Salyers is a genius who not, played Doc Ock. Not to say Alfred but, Molina isn't amazing in Spider-Man 2, because no. he's amazing in Spider-Man 2. Because he is, because he's amazing in everything he does. But but you get to spend more time with this, uh, with yeah. this Octavius, and... They work together, and it's a bit of a truncated version, in a way, of the one that we saw in Spider-Man 2. But spending so much time in, with Otto and just seeing what he's dealing with on a personal level, and, again, the performance. Yeah. He was uh, amazing. <laughs> I mean, the, and, and, and the fact that we got a chance to work together on a mocap stage to create the performance. I mean, usually, when I'm working on a game like this, I'm just in the booth. Really? Um, and we got to spend time on a stage acting together, like face to face, and really, you know, like like we were making a movie. Let's and, talk and about it. Shows, yeah. I think. Well, absolutely, because I slipped and said that this is the best Spider-Man movie there is, <laughs> because <laughs> it is that immersive and that entertaining. And sometimes you sit up and you're like, I just enjoy watching this, and you're like, Oh no, I got to put my food down now. It's asking me to play. Right, right, right. <laughs> so. You, Talk to me about the putting that performance together. How was the audition? First off, did they did they cast you because of your experience with Sunset Overdrive? That was actually a a, <coughs> a check in the negative column for me because there were a lot of higher ups. Now I had my I had my um, my champions yeah. at Insomniac that I worked with before, John Paquette, who was lead writer on um, on this game, but uh, also on Sunset Overdrive was his his baby. He's a really good writer. He's a, he's a fantastic writer. Him. Ben Arfman, Christos Gage, um, really were the 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 guys on this, and they were mm-hmm. terrific. But but you know I, I had my champions over it, uh, but they were when they would pitch me, they would run into well he just did the last game, and that character is not Spider Man, and they were like okay well he's <laughs> an he's an actor, and I, I think he could play this. I mean he played that, but he could also play this. And they're like ah we, we don't know. Um, and I, as I understand it, I think a couple people were cast before me um, that didn't work out for whatever reason. I don't, I don't know the details. I was wondering because I had a really good audition. Right. I'm, and they were I'm like, sorry. you know what? You sound too much like a Muppet. I was, I was wearing... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but they said, we had this guy. He sounded too much like a Muppet. Um, and, uh, but they finally got them to, to take a chance on me. And then I went through a... We went through another, you know, sort of audition process. They saw, you know, a bunch of people, and there were chemistry was, reads because you were going to be doing, and there were and there were chemistry reads yeah. with with other actors, and um, and then it, it finally it finally worked. Like I, it was funny because I thinking back, I remember I had uh, I had 
I had my mohawk going at that time. Like I had to get this mohawk for yeah, for another show, and uh, it was the show was just an excuse for me to finally get a mohawk the way that I wanted. Well, we're gonna uh, have a kid soon. <laughs> right, <laughs> they, they can't like, really. They'll take the kid away if I have a mohawk. A mohawk. Then. Um, but uh, I remember going to these Spider-Man auditions and thinking, oh, I'm just gonna see my hair and be like, that's not the guy. Oh, no. Um, but but it, it finally worked, and I'm glad that it did it was it was it was a it was a process but but i'll tell you what a year before that uh-huh. um insomniac when they when they were going to pitch themselves to do they hadn't gotten the gig yet uh, uh, insomniac pitch, had not gotten the gig from sony for, marvel for, for, from sony marvel to wow. do spider-man and they said hey we want to we want to record a, a scene to to show them you know sort of sample the writing and how we want to do the characters and everything and i recorded that um it was it was that and and osborne uh, it was a scene between uh, uh, Spidey and, and Norman, and um, and then yeah, obviously no guarantee that I sure. would ever be considered. But it helped for, them get the gig. But but I, but hopefully yeah, but yeah, but hopefully it helped them to get the gig because yeah. I got the gig and um, and then yeah, but it wasn't you know a year later till till I actually got cast. Um, so it was a weird. It was it was certainly a strange process. Um, one of the oddest uh, odder, but but I understand that. When you're doing Spider-Man, yeah. they, 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 they got to go through a million people. They got to get you know approval from this person, that person, the other person, and they want to make sure it's it's just right. But I but I applaud them for giving Insomniac the liberty to make Insomniac Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. Um, and Marvel was engaged with the process, but they let Insomniac do a bunch of stuff. Right. Like, you know that that I'm sure Marvel wouldn't have you know come up with originally. I mean the idea that. We didn't have to do an origin story, or at least keep him, you know, in you know, just out of high, high school, school or whatever. Um, that they they took him eight years into the future, and you know, he's been Spider-Man for. I was kind of good at it. He's starting to wonder if, you know, because he's a brilliant scientist, we forget that maybe that his, you know, being a scientist, he could save more people. Right. I mean, that's a, that's a that's a, a crisis of conscience that I had never really considered before this, and something that really made me excited about this Spider-Man and working on, on this story because you get, you know, is he, maybe he's thinking about giving up being sure. Spider-Man because it's an irresponsible use of his powers, uh, yeah. you know, in quotes. That, yeah, I mean, that's my criticism of Batman that geese gave us no on this show. It's like, dude, you have a billion dollars. Not only are you embezzling from your publicly traded company so you can right. build a, so you can build tanks so and you can beat people up at Lucius, night. Yeah. Like, you're, you're actually not very good at it. Like, you're, you're kind of a piece, you're kind of a, a psycho. Right. <laughs> you're actually a villain. Let's put Batman in the villain column. Right. At least, um, at least with, yeah. with Moon Knight, you know, they play up the fact that he's crazy. He's, he's crazy. literally crazy. And Batman has to be crazy. Right. Got it. Uh, Peter is not wealthy though. Peter is not like, and yeah. in, in not only that, he has, I think with Peter and why he's my personal favorite superhero is everything has to have a personal connection to it. And yeah. when the spider villains, and maybe villains in general, Geeks gave us, and any hero, but Spidey's just got such a great rogues gallery, um, when they're not personally in, connected to Peter, they they kind of fall apart. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We And we've seen that in the films. We've seen that. Sure. In a sense, on uh, on Spidey Three, it was a, I think that that movie happened during the writer's strike when they were putting yeah, that movie together. Yeah. I know clearly. I know from I know <laughs> well. I know personally from people who were, were on that film in high departments that mm-hmm. 
they they did want the, uh, another year to get out of the writer's strike and have so have another couple stabs at that script because like somebody like Michael Chabon's writing Spider-Man Two, yeah. and you can just tell because Spider-Man Two's got some phenomenal writing and it's the same team with some writing elements missing and you know. Um, I don't know what the personal connection was with J.B. Fox <laughs> his there, Electro. I don't, I don't believe there but, was one. But we really need that. And again, we go back to this relationship you have with Otto Octavius in this game, and it's fantastic. And the smart move of moving Spidey eight years into his profession is he has history with so many of these villains. Yeah. yeah. And when shit starts hitting the fan with the villains in this game, it's personal. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, def- no, I, I want to yeah, go for yeah, it. No, no, I was just going to say, it's, it's hard we don't to, to spoil talk it. about we don't some of it spoil without it. spoiling yeah. it. So, yeah, so I'm going to hold back, but yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, well, what I was going to say was the one character that is introduced in this in this game, which was introduced in the comics years ago, um, is Martin Lee's character. Yeah. As Mr. Negative. And you know, you learn very early on Geekscape is that Martin Lee is, has an alter ego as, yeah. as this person. But, um, That's not a spoiler. But they did a great job of humanizing that yeah. character he's such a nice guy yeah and he's got yeah literally demon yeah like a demon he's got a demon like yeah. problem yeah and <laughs> right. they do such a great job on him that whether or not there's a, a long history with the character like with doc ock or not they did i mean how quickly you just fall in with these characters yeah it's it, was, it, was awesome. why, it was why michael keaton's vulture worked in homecoming because mm-hmm. they created a, a a much more personal connection Dude, best—that's the best iteration of the, of like tombs because oh, to, yeah. you make fun of tombs all the. Tombs is yeah. a laughing stock. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, and he's kind of a laughing stock in the game too because you know he's driving around with giant wings on. But right. that Michael Keaton vulture is the best iteration of tombs. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. So to, you get the gig. How do you celebrate getting the gig when you can't let people know? <sighs> Uh, buy yourself a cupcake uh, with right, right. <laughs> I had to stop eating cupcakes I fit in a mocap suit um, <laughs> yeah we'll talk about yeah, that I, you know I, I mean thankfully I got to celebrate it with my wife because she also worked on the game she did in, in, a, in, a, in a weird twist playing a character named Yuri <laughs> yes Detective Yuri is your yeah. wife Tara yeah <laughs> which um, is insane yeah referring to to my wife in the game but using my name to it, yeah it was a bit of a mindfuck but yes um did it help when you're doing the spider cop sequences uh, that you get to like play a character but an extension of a character within a character it, it was spider cop was it was one of those things where ben arfman that's ben arfman's creation one of the writers okay. okay he had been struggling with you know writing you know writing tutorial type based missions you know dialogue for that stuff is so hard mm-hmm. because it's really just a nobody talks like that you know and 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 he was he was trying to find and he, and he finally created this this character and like when he was at his wits end you know and yeah. probably hadn't had any sleep and he's like spider cop this is this is how it's going to go down yeah. um and and it's not going to work and they're going to hate it and whatever and they're like well let's let's try it and then i remember he brought he brought those scripts to the to the, the studio um and he's like i don't know if this is going to work right and we left the the studio that day with our new favorite character yes in the that's what the next question would be like how much of this was ad libbed um thankfully i had great writers right. and great writing right. and that that's not always the case cuz you'd imagine once you'd start doing spider cop you can't get out of spider cop oh yeah right. no i never yeah like uh but there as we as we found the character and the more that i did it the more they trusted me to come up with stuff from time to time right. sometimes 
I would just, you know, because we'll do two or three takes of a line. Um, on the first one, I'd give it to him just as is, and I'd, I'd, get an, I'd get an idea. And so the second one might be something that I yeah. came up with. Or in, in rare occasions, we get five lines down the line, and I'd be like, guys, I just thought of something for five lines ago. Hold on. Uh, yeah. you know, let me see if this works. And sometimes it wouldn't work, because sure. I'm not always funny. But every now and then, it would really hit. And the, the deeper that I got, the more f- comfortable I felt with, with Peter and Spider-Man, the, the, the more I got to do that. And to the point where, after a while, John uh, Paquette would occasionally, he would, he would come up with like five iterations for a line. He's like, one of these is going to work. Um, and then he would put a number six on there. He's like, Yuri, just come up with something funny. Great. And then sometimes they would go with that. And sometimes they ended up in the game. Yeah. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, a lot of questions. So, and like, as the questions come, I forget yep. other questions. But yep. um, it's still a character within a character. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, you're calling Spider-Cop a character, but it's Peter's it's, character. Right. And I'm guessing that a lot of those back and forths with Detective Yuri, which happened over your phone and that whole thing, um, that's in a booth. Yes. But the mocap stuff where you're dealing with uh, Mary Jane or you're dealing with Otto or you're mm-hmm. dealing with Aunt May, um, that stuff is all physical. Um, and you guys are in that mocap suit. How much of the actual choreography did you do for a lot of... I mean, this game has some incredible fight choreography. Oh, yeah. And How the, far and did you take it before they bring in some ninja? Oh, they, 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 they have a, a ninja named Ross Constam and a ninja named Seth Austin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the Ilram Choi uh, did a lot of the, the straight-up like movement stuff early, very early on in the game, you know, okay. some of the uh, stuff. But so they, uh, they made me look great. Like, you know, anytime it was Peter being awkward or Spider-Man standing there or walking around in a scene... Sure. That was often me. Anytime Spider-Man had to do something cool looking, it was definitely a Ross or Seth, <laughs> you know, would jump in. And sometimes we would, uh, you know, I would I would do some of the stuff and I'd stop and then they'd come in and they'd do, they'd Same you know, time. sub in. Yeah, like... Keep fluidity like, to it or to, what do you mean? I mean... Because they're observing their starting point. Right, yeah. And, yeah, and you have to hit a certain end point. Exactly, like for example... Uh, the scene, uh, the the chicken curry scene in MJ's apartment. Yes, um, which I don't think is much of a spoiler. Not much of a spoiler, but you guys are cooking. You know, we're, and we're, we're cooking, you hear and then I hear sirens, yeah. and then I got you know something comes over the thing, and, and you gotta go out and the I got to go, and then I'm about to go out the window. I took that scene up to the point where I put my foot on the windowsill, and then Ross comes in. He's like, "Which foot did you? Was left foot or right foot?" And we'd go over it, yeah. and I'd go right foot, and then he'd do, and then he he'd walk into it and take it from there, and then leap out the window. And do you know crazy wow. crazy shit, because um, because he's crazy, um, but amazing. He Ross Ross did all like like a lot of the Deadpool stuff from the first Deadpool film. Wow, you know all that crazy the half turd flipping all dude. The, the, no, yeah. that is a ninja. That's yeah, um, but it was it was an amazing dance because on in some scenes, um, because they didn't want to break it like that, they would do uh, my stunt double whether it was Ross or or, or, or Seth. Um, would do the whole scene, mm-hmm. um, and and I would be like right over their shoulder saying the lines. So it was it was an interesting dance. That is crazy. Yeah, that we would we would practice and 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 rehearse and and, and do it. But um, it was it was it was a, it was a terrific experience. I mean, it's such a great team. One thing I heard was that you delivered multiple lines in various levels of exhaustion or various levels of exertion. Yeah. Right? So when Spidey is low on health or has gotten his, he's just come out of a fight, mm-hmm. he's majorly exerted and like exhausted. And then when you're fresh from 
starting the game or a cutscene with yeah. MJ or something, then then Spidey's just freewheeling and higher. But you, but not knowing how those, where how the character, not knowing if you're going from like a pigeon catching sequence or a getting your butt kicked on a base sequence, there's multiple versions of exertion. Like, is that true? Yeah, yeah. The uh, I mean, it, it it mostly had to do with because. They, uh, you know, there's certain free roaming, like open world elements sure. of this game. They couldn't tell in the story if you would be swinging, um, or just sort of walking or perched, you know, saying the lines. Got it. And I guess That's when they it. were first in, this is not something they came up with from the start. They they had started demoing some of the stuff that we had recorded, and you know he'd be swinging through the air, but he'd be, you know, casual. the line would be yeah casual, and they thought, I know that's something we accept in video games because. It's so much more work to do a version for each of those, and how do you make sure you know come up with the algorithm that triggers you know mm-hmm. when it's supposed to? They said, "I think we can do this," and so they came back to it and they said, "We're going to start recording two versions, sort of the swinging exerted version, mm. um, because we don't know if the player is going to be moving or perched or just walking down the street." Um, we said, "Okay," and so we we started doing that, and we had to dial it in because at first my exerted versions were. Really exerted. It sounded like he was going to the bathroom. That's exactly yeah. Yeah, the note. I was like, yeah. sounds uh, constipated. Sounds like he's, I know. <laughs> and so, um, so they said, so you back off that. Remember, he's he's exerting himself, but it's still Spider-Man. Like, it's yeah, not, it's yeah. not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we started doing both versions, and the whole time we thought, a, this might not work. B, people might not notice. C, people could think it's stupid. You know, whatever it was. And then the game came out, and people noticed. And I was so excited because we had put a lot of work into mm-hmm. that element. I mean, you know, I had put my, my job in, but then, you know, the, the coders and the, you know, everybody mm-hmm. who's doing the programming had to make sure that they triggered at the right time. Right. Um, and and it's, it's been cool. And I, I feel bad for video games that come after because they're like, oh, shit, we have to do that now. Well, the people over at Rockstar are spending 100 days, hours a week. So. Right, yeah. <laughs> did, did you read oh, that, that story? Was, that was embarrassing. Did you read that story? Yeah, I didn't like, read the whole story. I, 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 you just had to read the headline. Somebody brought up that, that yeah. line, and they're like, that's not a good... Why are you bragging about this? This is not for, something... This is, this is a problem, not a... Yeah. We know you guys are Rockstar. Right. You've got to have some I attitude. Know. I know. But I'm sure the game's going to crush, but... Slavery isn't part of it. Slavery, <laughs> slavery is a bad thing. <laughs> um, the... Uh, here's the thing though everybody works in shifts so even though they're putting in 100 hours a week sure. in the thing yeah. it's like people are working in shifts and I think that if you read the headline you're not getting the full story yeah. in Rockstar's defense but let's talk I mean last year I would call last year 2017 the year of the Switch like mm-hmm. the Nintendo Switch came out Game of the Year Breath of the Wild owned it it's one of the best that, that is to me the best game I've ever played I just love Breath of the Wild this year things are getting a little crowded over on the Sony end because yeah. you come straight out with God of War in April yeah. or somewhere in there mm-hmm. it, it came out I think in April immediately the game of the year predictions are yeah. there I have my you know I did not buy a PS4 at that point even though I'm a huge God of War fan and I'm in the game <laughs> is phenomenal and Geekscape has covered that game and talked about that game yeah. ad nauseum because it's it will so great. be the, it will be the first game I play on the PS4 after Spider Man. <laughs> and then you I've have uh, and and the cool thing about uh, it, it still wasn't for me a system seller. I still had circled Spider Man because I have friends at Insomniac and and I know that their conversation was like, oh my god, like we've got we got God of War and they didn't know what the God of War release window was until very late and sure. luckily it came out pretty far from Spider-Man but there was still a Tomb Raider hovering right 
and Red Dead. And Red Dead, yeah. And Red Dead. And so it's like, <laughs> oh boy, how is this going to work? And I think Tomb Raider came out and maybe it was the third it was the third outing in this franchise of the new mm-hmm. Tomb Raider and I mm-hmm. think I don't think that it did what it was supposed to do. I don't know. Like I haven't I, been following it. I it came out a couple weeks ago, right? It came out a few weeks ago, yeah. but Spider-Man came out and would you say that it surpassed expectations on it because this game exploded. I think so. I mean, I think near the end, we all realized that it was going to be good, but you never know how a game's going to be like Sunset Overdrive, right. Like, right. Um, so, yes, I think, it, I, think, I think everybody hoped that it would do great, but we were all pleasantly surprised when it did great. Would you think that maybe the fact that God of War or, or you know, all those HD remake versions mm-hmm. that predated it in like the, the first year or two of the PS4 that they maybe set up enough of an install base that we didn't have a repeat of Sunset Overdrive because you have to think of like Sunset Overdrive right. coming out so early in the Xbox One cycle yeah. where yes you do need system sellers to sell a brand new system but it came out so early that that install base maybe wasn't there yeah that's and entirely here, possible and also, here we've got God of War selling a ton of PS4s yeah. so when Spider-Man comes out it's been a few months out yeah People also, can buy. Yeah. Also, Sunset Overdrive was not a known. I mean, that was not a franchise sure. at all. Not God of War all, yeah. was a franchise. Spider Man clearly, you know, people know Spider Man. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm sure that that helped. It had to. And now we've got this Red Dead Redemption coming out next Friday. Right. Which, of course, I'm going to buy it. Like, of course. I love this game. Uh, I loved the first game, um, but I'll be lying if I'm saying and I'm not. I'm not going for that. I mean, I'm. I I got 100% completion on the first one. Mm-hmm. Don't know if I'll platinum this one. I'm going to platinum Spider-Man. Yeah, you'll platinum Spider-Man before Red Dead comes out, I, I would bet. I don't know, man. I bet. Daredevil on Netflix this weekend. Oh, really? Is that... Oh, that's this weekend? Geeks gave us... I got to bring you your Daredevil special. Like, yeah, you guys are you so demanding. You got to know what... Right. Ian Kerner and I know what we think about Daredevil. Right. And beyond that, um, I have another guest coming out uh, next week on Geekscape. Mm-hmm. And then um, I've got LA Comic Con. That entire weekend, we have two or three panels, so it's going to be busy. Um, I don't know when I'm going to finish this Spider-Man game. I'm hoping this weekend. Yeah. We, we're still filmmakers here, so we're still right. working on our right. stories. Right. <laughs> a good day is when they kick me out of the Starbucks at 11 o'clock at night, and it's like, <laughs> right. you Get have out. to stop. Get out. I rode through a robbery once. Because sometimes, because it's so hard. You, Geekscapers who are listening, who are creative, you, you know, yeah. and you know this, like, yeah. when the creative juices are flowing... It, uh-huh. It's the time that it doesn't feel like work. Like usually writing, especially how isolating it is, it feels like work. Yeah. So it's very rare that you're writing, at least for myself, and it feels like you're flowing. And yeah. you don't take that for granted and you ride that train till it comes home. Sure. And, or the Starbucks employees kick you out. But I remember writing in a McDonald's maybe 2010 or so and two guys came in and robbed the place. Oh my God. <laughs> and, I kept writing. <laughs> I didn't know that. It was, I didn't know what was going on. Really, I just felt like this yeah. energy shift in the room. I was yeah. like, everybody's just bristling a little bit. Yeah. And then I went back to writing, and I glanced up, and most people were gone. Almost everybody was gone. And the manager comes over and was like, okay? "Excuse me, you got to go," because <laughs> he was going around locking the doors. And I was like, "Dude, you don't close for another fifteen minutes. Like, I'm still writing because I'm right. feeling it." And he's like, "Yeah, you got to go." I was like, "They're not coming back." <laughs> 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 you don't have to look at this. They're not Listen, coming back. I'm not a criminal expert. Like, right. I'm not, like, but I'm pretty sure those two dudes in the hoodie are not coming back. 
<laughs> just let me finish, dude. <laughs> that's that's a writer. So here we are, and uh, and I and I think I think I can finish Spider Man platinuming it before Red Dead. We'll find out. Um, so a couple more questions because yeah. I love Spidey. I, uh, I'm here for you. <laughs> the DLC. You guys still in the process of recording some of that? It comes out yeah. soon. I think DLC yeah, comes first, out before three, the end of the... three chapters. Okay. Yeah, it's called The City Never Sleeps. Um, and it's three chapters. The first chapter comes out. I don't know when this episode will... It's going to be out tomorrow. Oh, it's, okay, so um, in just a few days after that. It'll be the Tuesday after this, this drops. You guys so. hate Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're telling me the DLC will be out like next week? Yeah, I know. Well, the first uh, chapter... The, the first day, chapter yeah, yeah. will be We're still working on the, <laughs> the, the know, other two. But, but yeah. like... You're telling me the first chapter of the Spider-Man DLC comes out like a month after the game, or something like that. You know, six weeks after the game. That's why Rockstar's putting in hundred hours, right? <laughs> They're like, oh no, we can't. We, we want to have you to gotta, fight with Spider-Man the, DLC. The president of, of of Rockstar is probably acting like Jay Jonah right now. <laughs> Damn you, Spider-Man! <laughs> he should start up a podcast and just wail on you like Jay Jonah does. Yeah, which is such a. I mean. Here's one thing, was when I'm swinging around and a lot of those J. Jonah things come on, yeah. it delays the mission because I sit because and you I have listen to, to listen. It. It's, it's so good. Darren DePaul as J. Jonah Jameson <laughs> is my new favorite J. Jonah Jameson. Like, not since J.K. Simmons has somebody like nailed it like that. Yes, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, what would you wish for a sequel? I know it's early to be talking about Spider-Man yeah. 2. Is there talks of a Spider-Man 2? There, I mean, nobody's talked to me about it, but there has to be. It did too well. Like, hey, guys, I'm available. Like money. I'm available. Right. I'm available, right? I'm hoping. Yuri's very busy. <laughs> Yuri's so available. <laughs> hey, guys, you've heard my, sol- my, my, my sultry tones on this right, podcast. You can, right, you can, we can do this. Hey, guys, I can do Spider-Cop. Right. <laughs> I think it would end up being Spider-Crap if I did it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. <laughs> you know well, I mean, one thing I wanted to know is yeah. when you get so... Far in an audition process like that, you've been doing voiceover for well over a decade, for a long time. You have all these friends, some of them who have been on the show, who you have to know the people that you're beating out for this gig. Oh, yeah. Did some yeah. of them end up on the game in other facets? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> so you didn't yeah. totally like... No, no. And, and we all, you know, it's, you know it, it stings if you want something, somebody sure. else gets it. That's, that's inevitable. But we're all pretty friendly in this, in this you know, tight... Knit group it's of, a small of community. this specific type of acting, yeah. Um, and we know that sometimes somebody's gonna get, it, sometimes somebody else is gonna get it. It doesn't have anything to do with, well, I was better than you, or you were better than me. Just somebody was more right for that, for what they were looking for. And there's mm-hmm. nothing, you know. When I don't get it, there's, you know, I try to leave it all on the field. You know, I, I don't think there's anything that I could have that I could have done or that I did wrong that, that you know, screwed it up. You would not have regretted the mohawk. Um, uh, yeah, you know, if, I'll tell you what, <laughs> like, if, 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 if the mohawk had, had messed it up, then I might have regretted it. But, <laughs> I was like, wait, you know there's something you could have done, let's, gotten a better got, haircut. Right, got a better haircut, <laughs> shave that <laughs> like, mohawk off. Um, yeah, um, but I, I think, you know, sometimes somebody's, it's just somebody's right for it and, and nobody else is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only thing that you could have done was you know killed that person before but you'd have to decide which which person is right before then I mean, that would have been too yeah you don't want to turn into saw yeah <laughs> right i mean with the proliferation of interactive content i'm playing a game on my phone that has so many voice actors it's uh this mobile game nintendo put out mm-hmm. dragalia online and it's uh-huh. like a, you're playing through like an anime and it's it's a lot of fun but yeah. 
so there's so many voice roles. Yeah, and good, good for uh, actors. with yeah, with, the, with it seems like is there enough work to go around for the people who are established? I would say yeah. I would say you're established. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would at this point finally, <laughs> you know, 15 years or so yeah. in. I'm starting to feel established. I didn't know you were Ben Ten when you were on the show several years ago. Remember, you oh, were sitting in my living. Right. You were that's sitting right. in my living room, and I was like, "Who do you play on Ben Ten? You were like, "That would be Ben Ten." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, note to self: research, <laughs> research your guests. Uh, really go on. Hey guys, I'm Don't just invite your friends. <laughs> Welcome to Geekscape. Oh, 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 oh. oh. <laughs> could that be a spider character? That could be a spider. Spider dweeb. <laughs> spider. Oh my god. Oh guys. It's, it's, it's spider ham spider ham um, there is a spider ham I can't wait to see spider ham I know I know me too I, he's gonna be the runaway character from spider verse you know, you know he is I hope so man like that spider verse movie is my highlight for the I'll tell you what get, the getting, getting Nick Cage to play noir spider man you had me at I yeah. mean I mean you had That's me at that, 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 that first tra- that first teaser they did but that come on he finally gets to play a superhero finally right um so, we're talking. Yes. And uh, let's talk a little bit outside of Spider-Man. Uh, we talked about a sequel. No, I, no, we, I got to finish that one, Geekscape. Oh. Geekscape is who are only listening to this because they love because, Spider-Man yeah. are going to want to talk about a sequel. Yeah, I, I would... I, honestly, this game was so much fun. And I felt that the, you know, the writing and the story was so good. That I'll take any sequel. I mean... You know, I mean, they know that I'm. They gotta know that I'm in if they if they do a sequel, which they gotta right. I Spoiler: Spider Man does not die at the end of this. Game. Spoiler: yeah, Spider Man does not die at the end of this one. Um, and there are parts where it was questionable. It was, it, right. There are parts in the writing where I'm like, are they gonna kill Peter Parker? Right. Like, holy, things are getting right. so dark. Yeah. Things get really dark in this game, and there are many times in the narrative, two distinct ones so far, where mm-hmm. I'm like. Wait, they may just switch characters, and you—that might have been it, right? Right. This—I may have just been that, playing a tragedy. That, that, that said, I know a lot of comparisons have been made to you know the Arkham games, like Arkham City games, the combat, and, the, and, yeah, the city, combat, yeah, you know, swinging and all that. Sure, but it's but I but I would argue that this is a much lighter, happier, um, you know, game than than a lot of other games of this sort. Even when it when it dips into darkness, right? I mean, Spider-Man still. I mean, Spider-Man still. He's still the, the the nice guy. Dude, he's he your gets friendly his neighborhood Spider Man. Beat this kid. He does get his ass beat. <laughs> he dishes it out though. You got to admit. So, so every now and then he does. He doesn't move, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't very nice, Pete. That was, that was yeah. not very nice. I love the finishers. <laughs> I love the takedowns, the stealth takedowns. I love all that stuff. That's the mm-hmm. perch stuff. That's all fantastic and well designed. And yeah, there are similarities to things like the takedown and the perch takedowns from the um, the Rocksteady Arkham games. But uh, this is a character I love more. Those Rock City games are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like those first two Arkham games, Arkham Asylum and City, are yeah. instant classics. You everybody should has to play them. But um, this is a, this is just those were on a, those were on the last gen, right? Right. And this is all about a much bigger world yeah. and so many yeah. side missions. And and I those lo- are sort of abandoned, you know, cities. And this these are this this city is this New York is full of life. This New York is insane. Yeah. If you guys are working in Insomniac, I don't want to say you overdid it, but holy <laughs> crap with this New York. I'm yeah. playing this game, and I look up, and there are people playing games of basketball, and there's a person performing on steps. And this is a part, and I don't spend time on the ground. 
That's right. why I've got right. it. I mean, I just noticed like, why this. Why spend so much time on the, you know, on the stuff for the ground? Because you know nobody's going to be there. When you were saying, yeah, if Spider-Man's just walking around, I was like, who's walking in this game? <laughs> Who in this game? Maybe when you walk into the lab or something. But right, the, right. When is Spider-Man ever walking in this game? It's you were swinging. Swing. That being said, there were some side missions where you have to walk or play as other characters who are walking. And you get to experience how populated this New York is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and it's not just it, the neighborhoods are different. The populations of the neighborhoods are different, yeah. and the activities that are going on there are different. The attention to detail in this game is uh, a psychotic level. That is, yeah, from the lighting to to yeah, the attention to detail to being able to peer in windows and seeing stuff inside people's apartments. Like, how do you? I haven't even get done to that, that level. Yet. Right? I haven't even done Dude, next that. Time, yet. Next time you're running up the side of a building, stop for a second, look in, and. Check but I can't. The... I have to obliterate a pigeon. Right. No, I understand. <laughs> and just understand. spoilers: those pigeons are dead. <laughs> like, <laughs> that has to be the most violent way to acquire and cage a, a pigeon, pigeon. Ever. ever. Those yeah. when you see feathers shoot out. Yeah, the pigeon's dead. Right. You, you, you grab that pigeon a little too fast, a little too hard. Well, you're using the same triggers to grab the pigeon as you use to like grab the side of concrete buildings and swing a human body up. Right. Pigeons are dead. <laughs> I wanted to see the end of that. Brokeneck pigeons. These yeah. are side missions where you're catching a bunch of pigeons for a character in the game, and I wanted the culmination of those missions to be you return, and you just have all these like just a bag of dead pigeons. Just a bag of dead pigeons. <laughs> it's just like dripping blood, or you show up and you're eating like church's chicken or like like KFC. You're just right. like, oh yeah, about the, the about pigeons. the pigeons. They're dead, so I cooked them. <laughs> like those pigeons are obliterated. Yeah. J. Jonah, J. Jonah Jameson, he pops up and he's like, pigeons have been raining, pigeon parts have been raining on people in Midtown. <laughs> and I blame Spider-Man! Like, yeah, he should blame Spider-Man. Because it's his fault. You're murdering pigeons above the city. Um, okay, so let's talk about that project you have over at Alpha and Geek and Sundry. Yes. Is it Geek and Sundry? No, it's just an Alpha it's, project. It's Nerdist, Nerdist's, uh, their, their subscription uh Service. Yes. There's just a Twitch service, streaming service, whatever it's called, Project Alpha. Sure. And they, you know, it's where people watch, you know, uh, Critical Role, and they've, you know, they've got a bunch of stuff for, for uh, you know, gaming, and, uh, but we have a show there that we started uh, three, four weeks ago, uh, called Orbital Redux, that is a live, streamed, live performed sci-fi adventure show, um, and when I say live, I mean. Everything is happening live. When you tune in uh, and the, the show starts, the actors start performing like it's a play and go all the way to the end. All the special effects that you're seeing are happening in real time. How long are these episodes? About 20 minutes. Okay. Yeah, 15, 20 minutes. Um, there's a little bit of pre-show uh, called Orbital Predux and a little bit of post-show uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, hosted by Alison Hayslip. A um, little bit of post-show called mm -hmm. Orbital Redux Redux. Um, in the beginning... Uh, you get to see a little bit about behind the scenes because people, uh, the comments that come up most often about the show are, I don't believe it's happening. I don't believe it's live. When I got the press release that you guys were attempting this, I thought it was A, insane, and B, brilliant. I, because I know a lot of the folks over at Alpha, and I've pitched them, and the I, the idea with this Geekscape is if you haven't joined Team Alpha, which you, you definitely should, they're friends, and I love collaborating with them, um, was that they have this this almost Twitch-like streaming service where their audience is so connected They're and super active. engaged. They yeah. have a super engaged audience that is constantly in the chat. And as a filmmaker, 
creating content for that, I couldn't, as a narrative filmmaker, right. I couldn't wrap my head around beyond what they've already been doing, which is like a gaming show where people are online and they're gaming and maybe right. they can involve the audience, maybe they can't. Yeah. You guys nailed it. Like, you, like you, when I got that press release, I was like, of course, this is what they should have done. Right on. Live, interactive, choose your own adventure theater. Yeah. Where the audience is voting on the next steps taken by the characters. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy what we've, what, what we've attempted and what we're doing right now. And it's, and it's changing. The show is changing as we go. Every week we learn something new and every week the audience weighs in. Now, uh-huh. uh, we had, you know, from the, we, you know, the eight episodes that we've got, they're, they're scripted. We have a story. In, the, but in all, eight, all eight with parameters for mm-hmm. variation were scripted ahead of time. Well, the the main script was was built ahead of time. How loose is that? Knowing that you guys can now find yourself find yourselves having drifted completely well, off course. That's what I was going to say. The script has been rewritten <clears throat> since we started letting mm-hmm. people choose things, because the choices they make affect things down the line mm. that that weren't necessarily considered. You know, obviously when when first writing that script. Now, they the, it's the, not the, just the, an A, the, B, and C thing. No, it's. I mean, there, there's. We've been adding in all sorts of different ways you can alter it, and different different kinds of choices. Um, characters have been created that weren't part of the original story, Holy and shit. and it's 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 crazy. Like I, the the main story is not going to change. I will, uh, you know, full full transparency. Right. You know, we're not going to end up with a completely different ending than we started. But, but I, yeah. But the. The way the characters interact and and the way the story plays out have already started to change. I thought it was akin to like the tell the Telltale games, you know, where yeah. if you if you video games fans are fans mm-hmm. of the Telltale games, may they rest in peace. May they rest in peace. Um, I hear those guys are proliferating to all sorts of companies too. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they are because everybody who worked there was <laughs> super talented. Yeah. And uh, did you work on any of those games? Yeah. Which yeah. ones did you work on? Um, I worked on the Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. I worked on Walking I Dead. I played that. Um, and I worked on the Minecraft. I did not play that, but they're trying to finish the story mode right now. And yeah. I don't know the story on the story mode, but I guess Skybound is, Games is taking over the storyline to finish out Walking Dead. Yeah, that's what I heard. Uh, not, I, dude, that, that is my favorite version of The Walking Dead, so yeah. I played through it and didn't even know uh, that Yuri was visiting me. <laughs> so um, I thought that that was kind of the structure where you guys were going to be going through mm. this and you were going to have pre-scripted at certain junctures mm. A, B, and C. In my naivety... What I did not realize was it's a constant chat with the audience. The, the yeah. audience in the, on Alpha is constantly there and constantly right. yeah. vocal. Right. And they can't always weigh in on every little thing. Obviously, it'd be impossible. Right. Um, but we give them, um, or at least recently, it's, it's funny how at first we gave them this kind of choice, and then the next episode we gave them a couple of choices. Um, but at the end of it the episode... It started small. It yeah. started small with and just it, very little and it's, yeah, latitude. It's gotten, it's gotten bigger. And now they become like a character. Yeah, yeah. It uh, at the end of an episode, they'll get a choice for next week, and we get a little time to prepare that. But then at the beginning of the the next episode, they can have a couple of choices on something. Now we've prepared eventualities for all those, but we as the team don't know what's going to be chosen. We have to have prepared all of them, and then right before the episode starts, they're like, "We're going with A, or we're going with C. Right. Go for it." Um. How much is actually tightly scripted? 
like, do you, like for instance, if there's three variables at the beginning mm -hmm. of, an, of an episode and somebody picks B, mm -hmm. have you, will you have to have had memorized A, B, and C and yeah. maybe rehearsed it? Yeah. So yeah, rehearse you've all rehearsed all three variables. Yeah. And how much is then improvised based on some of the, it feels like it's just getting looser. It feels it's, like. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we stick, I mean, the, the scripts are great. And, you know, Stephen's a great writer sure. and we've been, um, uh, Stephen's I mean, a masochist, to, by the way. He is like, a masochist. Like, masochist. You know, the, our, <laughs> this is our, insane. <laughs> our, 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 the, our constant sort of call to action on the set was, uh, or, you know, it c continues to be, because it wasn't complicated enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Stephen, I love you. Uh, good, but, good, good luck, yeah, Right. <laughs> Um, but, uh, th so we've got these, you know, and we've rehearsed all these and they're scripted, but, uh, there was one, for example, one of the options, uh, um, two episodes ago, I think was, uh, that the moderator in the chat forum, in the chat room was, would pick something, would pick a line of dialogue that I would have to sneak into mm. the, the episode. Yeah. That's cool. So... Um, really they cool. picked they picked cake or pie. I, th I thought for sure it was going to be with great power comes great responsibility, and nobody. Hey, really you that, know what? You already had that one memorized. Right, right, right. No, that, like, that's, that's true. Don't cheat on your homework. Okay, that's, that's true. Um, but um, the the line that came up was cake or pie. Cake or pie. Cake or pie. Or cake or pie. Cake or pie. Yeah. I thought it was a form and, of pie. And so at the very beginning of the episode, right before we went live, they said, "Okay, they've chosen. Here's here's what uh, came up in the chat room: cake or pie." So then I had to work it in, and it became a little. Joke. It became a little. See, it wasn't just. I didn't just sneak that line in and we moved on. Hmm. It became a conversation between me and the other character on the ship. So totally improvised. So, um, a bit so, of like so an that bit. Scene. Yeah. So and she didn't know where I was going to come at it from. Sure. So we we did that. We took it to sort of a logical conclusion. It wasn't that long. And do you have a lot of? And then we went back to the. And we went back to the script to the story. Because like obviously in the last fifteen maybe twenty years there's been a huge proliferation of all those improv. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, obviously Groundlings and Second sure. City and oh, all that yeah. stuff was early, but then around 2000, you started to see the like, like all these different ones coming out, and you right. had Upright Citizens Brigade and like the UCB, and mm -hmm. now like Nerdist had a school, and all these people. Oh, really? I didn't know. That. Uh, yeah. Are you somebody who like? Were you? Did you come out of? Did you do any improv? I, I yeah, I, I have I have done improv, but I would not say I am a strong improviser. Right. I'm not one of those. I didn't go through like I studied at UCB. Um, then I studied at a bunch of different places. I I did improv in school. I did a lot of sketch comedy, but I would not say that I am a. But a, here you, know, you have good, to be. But here here I have to. Or characters yeah, die. Yeah. Or characters die. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I could seriously mess up the show. If, right. Um, are, are there characters who potentially could die if the audience went a different way in this series? I mean, you are flying through the vacuum of space. Right. I don't know. I don't know that we'll allow that kind of control on this. And I, obviously, I haven't talked to Stephen. I don't know how. We still have. Be great the half of the series, half right? of the series to to, the season, to go through the season, right? Or the, it, yeah, the season. It's, sorry, a season. it's a season. Not this is. We're not going to get to is a it, finite end point. We're gonna, no, okay. no. We will get cool. to the end of this season and cool. hopefully get to do more seasons with well, a certain character based on the audience. It's entirely being possible. Evil <laughs> at, at this point, I would not put it past uh, both our, our pals at uh, Alpha and, uh, and, and could Steve. you imagine? It's like, hey man, sorry, you're not going to get that next paycheck because the audience killed you. Right. <laughs> Sorry, blame the audience. <laughs> blame, blame the chat. How did this project come together? How did this idea come together? This, um, like, Steve, how long is it? How old is this idea? Uh, really? a, a little over a year ago, uh, Stephen came to me. Now, Stephen and I had been working together for a long time. We met 
as I'm sure you can, you can, uh, you probably got similar. Well, you've probably got similar stories. We met on a terrible, terrible film, um, and the experience <laughs> yeah, working on the film. I can attest they're usually one, it was not one of yours. They're usually mine. Um, but uh, it, it was, uh, you know. But you, you, you work on a film, and, and the film is terrible. But you come away with people. You're like. I want you in my family. Like, yeah, I want to work with you again. You've seen some shit together. Yeah, we've seen like like we've been we've been <laughs> we've to been war some shit together. And, and we survived it. And I trust you. Right. You got my back. Um, Victimization will do that to people. <laughs> that that's true. <laughs> Forge camaraderie in prison. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but we had we had met a long time ago. Um, Stephen and and the the team that he had put together, Butcher Birds, uh, had uh, uh, both uh, produced and directed a lot of our Shelf Life episodes. Oh yeah. So, so so we had so we we already had a shorthand. We already knew what we liked. Perfect. Yeah. I didn't know this was the Shelf Life team. It's yeah. It's a lot of the Shelf Life team. Oh, then this is seamless. Yeah. And he came to me about a little over a year ago. He said, "Hey, I want to talk to you about a project. Uh, can I come over?" I was like, "Yeah, sure." And he came over and he said, "I, I'm building a spaceship and I want you to fly it." <laughs> You're like, what and, the fuck? Well, well, the, that's the thing. He started. He started to go on. Well, he started to go on, and I'm like, just stop. Just, just so you can. You keep talking a second. I just want you to know that whatever comes next, the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah I'm building a spaceship, and I want you to fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, in. Like, I'm in. Yeah, it's what I've always wanted. Um, and and so he pitched me the show, and I'm like, yes. And he asked me to come on as a producer, and I said, yes. I want I want to make this happen. He pitched it as a live choose your own adventure theatrical uh, type yeah, of thing. Yeah, because it is it, very much it like was theater. it was heavier on the live and less on the interactive at the time. Okay, but I think once because we pitched it around, and when we got to legendary. Um, they they were like this this is actually this is the kind of thing we've been looking for for our platform it's so smart but you have to up the interactive like this is yeah. our mandate is you have to make it as interactive as possible and so we went back to the drawing board and you know added you know so some things in and brought back to them and they're like yes we can this is something we want to we want to do it's so smart yeah and it's it's been it's hard Jonathan I'm so tired well I'm yeah tired all you the have time. to multiply you have to <laughs> memorize three times the level of script that you yeah. have to on a weekly basis. On a weekly basis. That's like yeah. that's like soap opera. That's like stuff. soap opera stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, insane. Totally. It's like yeah, it's like doing a live soap opera, but but the music is all performed live while you're doing it, and the sound effects are all live. Are you kidding like, me? I thought that stuff was in a soundboard. No, there there's a live band right outside the. Show. You got to come and look at the set. I'm scared. And, or or just or just. I'm watch, like this watch, is what's watch expected as much of behind me? the scenes stuff as you no. can. I just want to make um, movies the old style. I know. Like like this is insane. I'll I'll tell you what though. By the end of a day. Of shooting, or or in in one way, because if you don't count rehearsals and stuff like that, at the end of twenty minutes of shooting, you have t- like twenty pages of your script shot. Right. Um, right. You know, no, you, it's real time. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Um, and it's all it's already edited. <laughs> um, Ooh, so, way to raise the bar! Like this raises the bar. Like yeah, I think it's, that it's different. It's a and I. I'm, I think different is. I mean, are you guys having success with it? Are people watching it? Are you guys getting I, the results you want? Um, I don't know. I'm not. Because you're coming off of Spider Man, right? It's not always going to be Spider Man, right? Right. It's not always going to be Spider Man. You can always have astronomical success, um, success right, pal? I I don't uh, I don't know. I'm not tapped. I'm, I've I've been spending my time trying to make sure the show goes off as planned, right? Um, uh, or at all, and and so so I don't know. I I as I understand it, um, the the network is is excited by it. And hopefully they're they're working to to get you know the the word out as, as much as possible. It's ground. It's like it's, some groundbreaking stuff. Yeah. I wonder. I mean, I mean, I can understand like choose your own adventure, interactive theater, but this whole streaming element. Yeah. Like 
technology has to merge in order to create these opportunities for storytellers to do things that are way outside the box. Um, when does it air? When, when and you can obviously watch past episodes. Yeah, you can if you get it, and and if you if you don't have a, an Alpha account, um, you can sign up for one and use the code Orbital, and you get sixty days for free, which is enough to watch our show. And if you don't like the streaming service, you can always go up after you, that. Come you on, watch it for free. you little thieves! Uh, you little thieves! Go 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 forth, little thieves! Um, but it's uh, the it's every Thursday. Um, th- this uh, this thir- this Thursday will be um, our fourth episode of eight. Um, you don't look tired. Can, I'm kidding. Bless your heart. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's, uh, the pre-show starts at 5.45. We have a host who sort of introduces the show and, and takes you a look behind the scenes, uh, Allison Hayslip. To prove that this to, is to not prove fake. That, yeah, like we, we, we weren't trying to fool anyone. Like we wanted to hang a bell on the fact that we were, we were, doing, that we're doing this live. You have to kill somebody. You ha- we have to kill somebody. Not a character. No, an, a actual, human, an actual being. human being. You need to like, or gonna, or, or what if you guys get that. what if you guys get swatted? I'm gonna, oh, oh <laughs> so, man, how horrible would that, that would be? be? That would be the worst. <laughs> it's like, see, it's live. They just got swatted. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, what happened next week? There is no next week. There's no next week. Everyone's dead. We're all going. To, they started firing, and people are going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the pre-show starts at five forty-five. The actual episode usually starts right at six. And then there's a little pre-show after, and it's all it's all wrapped up by like six thirty, six forty. Everything's done just in time for Critical Role for all of you out there who watch Critical Role. It's not right a, before Critical Role. You guys aren't a bad lead-in. Yeah, not a bad lead-in. Um, what happens? Have there been elements where like uh, times when you've uh, gotten confused between two versions? Like, you, like oh, I, I started going down this other road, or I have to smudge things, or just what happens in theater. Always, which oh. is oh, yeah. like Things forgetting always go wrong. Yeah. I forget something. Somebody That's else forgets theater. something, or you know, I miss my blocking. It because because here's the thing: when, when you know, if I screw up my blocking in a play, you know, it corrects. Nobody can tell the difference. But I've got five camera guys, five roving camera guys, sure. and some fix and somebody on a switcher, on a switcher, and yeah. the director calling cameras. You know, back like live TV. You know, like like a sports. <laughs> You know, like a, a, a this, looks, this looks like a seventies BBC yeah, like show, doesn't it? Does, I, I, does an element of this look like Dark Shadows? <laughs> I, so much better than Dark Shadows. I'm yeah. proud to say that it looks so much better than Dark Shadows. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it uh, uh, that if I miss my blocking, but the camera's expecting me to be somewhere, they have to scramble, and I'm the asshole. Yeah, I can uh, see how that happens. There's a lot of pressure, and it's not you don't get to the and you know when you get to the end of a play, it's in the ether, and the people who experience it, experience it, and they go on and they remember how they remember it. Oh, you're screwed. This is this is online, forever. That's the <laughs> like, selling that's point. The, is like watch right. these guys screw up. Yeah. Well, that's. I mean, and then in a way, vote to kill a character. It, well, I'll tell you what. It, it, sometimes I seek solace in the fact that when I'm when I'm nervous and I'm like, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. Oh wait, people are tuning in in the hopes that I'll mess up. So if I mess up, oh. they still get the enjoyment. I, f- I feel bad. And it feels uniquely but they still there. Get the enjoyment. I yeah. was there. I was there, man. I was there. I was the one who said cake or pie. Right. Cake or pie was my idea. That was mine. That's pretty amazing. Orbital Redux. Yeah. On, on, on Alpha. Alpha. That sounds great. Um, so it looks like we're going to see you again in a week or two oh, on so. this DLC. On the DLC. Do it. And you, you guys get a chance to see, <laughs> you know where I live? <laughs> I'm not going to come here and play it. You haven't set up that <laughs> massive TV yet. There's a giant TV. That, that'll be that'll be the, the goal. Yuri yeah. went and impulsively bought this enormous TV so well, he can people, play his people new People shame me game. online. I took a picture, foolishly, I took a picture of me about to start playing Spider-Man I on my new picture. brand new PS4 Pro. 
and everybody was like, uh, your TV's too old. Uh, <laughs> it's it's like a vacuum eight-year-old tubes. TV. It's got, yeah, your, your, your PS4 Pro is wasted. Yeah. Um, none of the stuff will actually show up the way it's been. Yeah. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll buy a new TV, internet. Yeah. And uh, Geeks gave us an internet. We would like to report that he's bought a new TV. It's you just haven't set it up. It's sitting in a box. It's sitting in an enormous box in your office, and you're like, "Yeah, I just don't know where to put. It. There's no room for it. Well, there's no fucking room for this box. Yeah, that's, what, that's you don't true. want to put it right up here on this like thing. Um, I think I'll go. I think I'll go back to the. That's where. That's where the old TV was. I was thinking I could. I could come up with a better. I don't know, system, man. Like, I guess I could always put it there and move. And then you sit it. here and play. Yeah, that might work. Um, Geekscape is that is a sweet PS4 though. The Spider-Man like PS4 Pro looks yeah. pretty sick. Yeah, it's completely red with the white spider logo on it. So good. Um, wow. So we're gonna see you soon uh, over the streets of Manhattan, and also flying through space on Orbital Redux. Um, anything else you want to plug? Oh man, you can you can uh, harass me on Twitter um, at Yuri Lowenthal. Um, that you know, go go. You know, we're talking about shelf life. All those episodes are still online. So it's uh, it's like Dirty Toy Story, live action Dirty Toy Story. See where it started up, Kingscapus, yeah. and uh, you can also uh, watch Ben Ten. You can watch Ben Ten <laughs> exactly. Um, if if you like, if if you're if you're looking for another podcast to listen to, and you liked Mad Max Fury Road, uh, look up uh, You Are Awaited, a Mad Max Fury Road podcast. If you want uh, two nerds to talk about Fury Road for a year, uh, that is something that That's I literally something did. That you spent time as an adult. As an adult doing. You must have fucking loved Fury Road, I which did. is a pretty great movie. I did. And it started out as two guys talking about Fury, breaking it down four minutes at a time. We'd watch four minutes and, and, and talk about it to see if it held up to that kind of scrutiny by the PS. It, it does. does. Yeah. And um, by the end, of the, spend a year by the end of the podcast, some of our guests were the production designer, the fight choreographer. That's great. Um, you know, the actors from the, you know, like right. uh, the, 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 the co-writer, the guy who wrote it with George Miller, Brendan McCarthy. Um, so, so it, uh, it did know, its job. It did its job. Um, we, we, we worked it out of our system. Do you guys talk about the video game at all? The Mad Max video game that came oh, out? Oh yeah. We, we did a whole episode on the Mad Max video game. Is it any good? Um, I have not, I, I the people who played it, they had two comments. They said one, there were some boring parts where you just roam through the wasteland. Sure. I would argue that that's, that adds awesome. to the reality of, um, but, but I know people who loved it. I didn't, I didn't play it all the way through. It's like Red Dead. It's like, yeah, you're, you're going to yeah. hang out. Um, but but what I did do before the uh, so I could comment better on it before the episode, we went to YouTube and somebody had strung all the cutscenes together. Sure, it's kind of like getting an extra sequel or something, sequel yeah. to Fury like or or like a companion piece to Fury Road. It was nowhere near what Fury Road was. I don't get me wrong, Fury Road's, Fury Road's one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah. but but I was surprised at how great it <laughs> it came out. Yeah. Um, okay, maybe I'll just do the YouTube just route. Just YouTube, it's like two hours. And then you guys did the two and a half hour straight down Spider-Man movie the, version. I know you guys I, had a screening. We had we had a screening where get, they. I think Tara went. I, I was yeah. You were I, there? Was, I was there. Yeah. Um, they yeah where they they stitched together all the cinematics and it was amazing for Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah for, for Spider-Man. Um, and it was amazing, but I I was, it was interesting to see how much of the storytelling happens in the gameplay. Because there are little holes there. Like, obviously, I knew what happened, but if you just watched that, you'd miss out on a lot. A lot of really important stuff happens yeah. in the gameplay. Yeah. Um, and that is a testament to a great game. Um, I think right now we're looking at three potential Game of the Year 
it's, it's like, gonna be things. It's, it's God of War. It's Spider-Man and it's Red Dead potentially. Yeah. Um, and Nintendo might have an offering. I mean, is I mean, Smash might come out this year, and right. I think it comes out this year. And I, although I'm not a fan of Smash Brothers, that Nintendo always has some entry, mm-hmm. and. Um, Maybe that'll be it, but Spider-Man's got my vote. Granted, it's the one that I've played, <laughs> <laughs> but it's also the one that I've been emotionally invested in since I was five. So yeah, hard, to, hard to beat that. I got to tell you, man, when I found out you were Spider-Man, I lost my mind that I'm friends with Spider-Man. When I found out I was Spider-Man, I lost my mind. But then I realized that anyone who's friends with Spider-Man is ultimately placed in danger. So I will probably be dead. One of your villains will ultimately kill me or use me as, you know what? We're, we're not that type of friends that you actually have to save me. So don't worry. We're good. Just let me go. I'm, I'm not going to let you go. Just he, draw me he doesn't, he he's doesn't gonna, let people go. He's going to draw my ass off a bridge or something. What do you guys want? <laughs> Whatever. Like, just do it. We're good, man. We're good. The city's more important. It's not going to happen that way. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, Yuri Lowenthal, everybody. Follow him on Twitter. Uh, do not make fun of his gaming skills. That's rude. Um, and then, of course, like you guys... <laughs> find everything he's got we're geekscape we're at geekscape.net we've got tons of podcasts that you can find at geekscape.net join our facebook groups we're on twitter instagram search for geekscape you'll find us um and i want to welcome mega ran to the podcast network our wonderful nerdcore hip-hop friend has this new matt mania podcast if you guys are pro wrestling fans people on twitter say it is the best wrestling podcast on the internet and i'm super proud to have it on the geekscape network um they talk about all sorts of stuff. They talk about music and a lot of wrestling and anime and, of course, video games because Mega Ran is a huge Mega Man fan and a huge video game fan. So check that one out on Geekscape. And we're Geekscape. I'm Jonathan London. Thank you so much, Yuri, for coming on the show, man. I love oh, you, man. Are you kidding me? Thanks for having me. <laughs> I love that we get to, I love it. It's just an excuse for us to hang out again. We just chill. Okay? Now let's go set up your TV, okay? All right. Over <laughs> and out, Geekscapers. Bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.